bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hi everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, State Council meeting analyzed measures to achieve growth targets for the year, and Tencent raked in near 300 billion yuan in the first half. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. China will strengthen the coordination of various policies to boost growth and meet this year's economic target, according to a cabinet meeting on Wednesday. Chaired by Chinese Premier Li Qiang, the plenary meeting of the State Council emphasized the promotion of high-quality development and increasing administrative efficiency to provide robust support for the completion of various tasks. During the meeting, Li called for the country to expand domestic demand and investment, boost bulk consumption, mobilize private investment, and push for major projects investments. Li stressed the need to accelerate the transformation and upgrading of traditional industries through new technologies and new business models. The Premier also stressed the need to deepen reform and opening up, carry out a new round of state-owned enterprise reform, optimize the development environment for private enterprises, and attract foreign investment more effectively. He also said efforts should be made to organically combine security with development in a context of promoting business overall. Li then directed all departments to enhance work coordination, continuously optimize workflows, improve advancement methods, and extend further assistance to companies to boost development through joint efforts. China Customs said on Wednesday that it will further improve the high-quality development of comprehensive bonded areas to better serve the dual-circulation strategy. The agency released 23 measures that aim to reform the business operation structure and optimize whole process supervision. Many of the measures are related to promoting the development of new bonded businesses, for example, promoting the dynamic adjustment of the bonded maintenance catalogue including more high-tech, high-value-added and low-risk products that meet environmental protection requirements in the bonded maintenance product catalogue. In addition, goods from duty-free shops are allowed to be imported through the comprehensive bonded areas, which will broaden sales channels. Moving on to some regional highlights. A new air cargo route was launched on Wednesday, linking Urzhou City in central China's Hubei province with Abu Dhabi, capital of the United Arab Emirates. Early Wednesday morning, NSF Airlines freighter took off from Urzhou Huahu Airport, China's first cargo-focused airport, marking the launch of the first cargo route connecting the airport with the Middle East. A weekly round-trip air cargo service is scheduled for this route, with a total of around 200 tons of air express capacity. China's domestically built floating production storage and offloading vessel Ocean Oil 122 completed its May body construction in Qingdao, East China's Shandong province. China National Offshore Oil Corporation announced on Thursday the vessel has a maximum of 90 meters in diameter with a dock area equivalent to a 13 standard basketball court. Its maximum displacement reaches 100,000 tons with storage capacity of 60,000 tons of oil and can operate offshore for 15 years without docking. Greater Bay Area, Greater Future. 
South China's Guangdong province on Wednesday released 16 measures to stabilize jobs, which target youth employment and encourage employers to recruit college graduates with certain incentives. According to the notice, firms that employ fresh graduates or those graduated in 2021 and 2022 can enjoy a 1,000 yuan one-off subsidy per student. The temporary measure will be effective until year-end. Moreover, the circular also encourages firms to explore flexible hours and positions tailored for child-wearing female employees and set up provincial-level pilot programs of mother-friendly posts, which would be awarded by the provincial government. Next on industry and company news. State investors, including China's biggest government-backed chip investment fund, agreed to pour 12.6 billion yuan into a wafer production project in Shenzhen. China Resources Microelectronics said in an exchange filing Tuesday that its board has approved a plan for the Shenzhen subsidy Renpeng Semiconductors to sell shares to several investors. The deal, still pending approval by shareholders, would expand Renpeng's registered capital from 2.4 billion yuan to 15 billion yuan, with a capital injection from the National Integrated Circuits Industry Investment Fund, known as the Big Fund, and four other government-backed investment funds. Honor of Kings, a multiplayer online battle arena published by China's Tencent Holdings, kept its position as the best-selling mobile game worldwide last month, according to a report by market intelligence firm Sensor Tower. Honor of Kings earned 220 million US dollars on the App Store and Google Play in July. Tencent's PUBG Mobile retook the sport for second highest grossing mobile game globally with 172 million US dollars. And Justice Online by rival NetEase ranked third with 113 million US dollars. Tesla has again cut prices for its existing inventory of its premium Model S and Model X cars in China by as much as 6.9%, it said on Wednesday, after slashing prices of some Model Y versions two days before. A post from the carmaker on Weibo showed the price of the Model S cut 6.7% to 754,900 yuan from 808,900 yuan earlier. The Model X now starts from 836,900 yuan, down 6.9% from 898,900 yuan earlier. The number of foreclosed properties in China rose almost 20% in the first half from a year ago due to the build-up of cases over the pandemic years and because owners have failed to pay mortgages after their income fell. Some 304,000 foreclosed properties, including 179,000 homes, a big increase on a year earlier, were put up for auction in the first half, the China Index Academy's report said. Earnings Reports Express. Tencent on Wednesday reported its interim net profit rose 24% nearly to 52 billion yuan, boosted by the strong growth in advertising revenue, though the second quarter performance misestimate. For the first six months of the year, the Chinese tech giant said the revenue climbed 11% yearly to 299 billion yuan, with the operating profit up 20% year-on-year to 81 billion yuan. It came after the second quarter net profit soared 41% year-on-year to 26 billion yuan. 
the fastest rise since late 2021, and the revenue increased by 11% to 149.2 billion yuan. By segment, the revenue from value-added services increased by 4% yearly to 74.2 billion yuan for the second quarter. Social networks brought 29.7 billion yuan in revenue, up by 2% year-on-year, driven by rising income from mini-games and music subscription services. Though only taking up 17% of total second-quarter revenue, online advertising jumped by 34% yearly to 25 billion yuan, thanks to the robust demand for video account advertisement. Fintech and business services accounting for 32% of total revenue contributed 48.6 billion yuan in the second quarter, a 15% rise year-on-year. And Tencent Music Entertainment Group, China's biggest online music platform operator, locked a more than 50% jump in net profit to 1.3 billion yuan in the second quarter from the same period last year on strong growth in music subscriptions and advertising as well as better cost control. Revenue climbed 5.5% to 7.29 billion yuan, according to its latest earnings report released yesterday. Revenue from its online music services surged 47.6% to 4.2 billion yuan, accounting for 58.3% of total revenue, the report said. The music subscription revenue soared 37.2% to 2.8 billion yuan. There was a drop in monthly active users of 4.7% to 594 million, but the number of paying subscribers jumped 20.2% to 99.4 million. Hong Kong exchanges and clearing on Wednesday posted a first half net profit of 6.31 billion Hong Kong dollars, its second best ever half yearly revenue, despite a fall in daily turnover in the securities market. The group recorded total revenue of 10.58 billion Hong Kong dollars, up 18% from last year. Core business revenue rose 5% from a year ago to 9.7 billion Hong Kong dollars due to record net investment income and record half yearly derivatives contract average daily turnover. The number of IPOs was up by 6 to 33, but the fundraising amount fell by 9% to 17.9 billion Hong Kong dollars. And the average daily turnover in the securities market dropped by 16% year on year. Switching years to financial news, China's top economic planner, the National Development and Reform Commission, issued guidelines on Wednesday to upgrade Shanghai's Hongqiao International Hub. The guideline highlighted that support will be given to eligible enterprises within the Hongqiao Business District to pilot the policy of integrating domestic and foreign currency funds for multinational companies. According to the policy, it permits multinational corporations to conduct overseas centralized transactions for their foreign subsidiaries within China, granting companies more autonomy over the fund exchange process. The People's Bank of China announced Wednesday that it decided to provide 35 billion yuan in new loans to commercial banks to support small and medium-sized enterprises and agriculture and rural areas affected by disasters. The central bank said that the new loans would cover six regions, including Beijing, Chongqing, Hebei, Heilongjiang, Jilin and Fujian, and support these regions post-disaster reconstruction efforts. 
Meanwhile, the value of payments and prepayments by insurance companies had reached 2.54 billion yuan for 145,000 claims in China's 16 regions affected by disaster as of August 15. Data from the National Administration of Financial Regulation showed Wednesday. And wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks gained on Thursday with the benchmark Shanghai Composite up 0.4% and the Shenzhen Component added 0.6%. Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index ended almost flat while the Tech Index inched up 0.8%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.